0: crucified with Christ and it's no longer I who live but Christ who lives in me in Jesus name amen how many know tonight that you have been justified hallelujah we learned that justified means to be acquitted all charges drop just as we never sin it means to be acquitted all charges drop just as we have never sinned we went over Romans 5 1 it says I therefore since we are justified, therefore since we are justified acquitted declared righteous and given a right standing with God through faith let us grasp the fact that we have the peace of reconciliation to hold and to enjoy peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ the Messiah the anointed one so Paul was letting them know that they have been justified they have been acquitted all charges have been dropped and being that they are justified they have been reconciled with God they have peace they have the peace of reconciliation so that's what we got to understand and come to know that we don't have to try to justify ourselves we are already justified because of what Jesus have done it's nothing that no one can do in this room to try to be justified and if we're justified that means that we have been put in right standing with god that when we stand before god he does not see us he see his son so if anybody tell you this is what you have to do to get something from god or to be in right standing with god you let them know that you have been justified you have been acquitted all charges dropped you have been um, put in right standing with God, and it's because of what Jesus have done, not because of anything that you will ever do. This is why the enemy is bringing condemnation and guilt. He wants you to feel guilty. He wants you to feel wrong. Why? Because if he can keep you in that condemnation mode, then you're gonna try to get it, get things on your on your own by doing certain things to get what God has already provided. So anytime you do feel guilty and wrong, see what door you have opened um, for you to feel that guilt and condemnation. Because in Christ, there is therefore no more guilt or condemnation. So you are justified of past, present, and future sins. That's what Jesus died for, to do away with sin so we could be justified, so we can be um, declared righteous in the sight of God. We went over Matthew 27 and it talks about Barabbas and how he was a murderer and they knew he was a murderer, but they wanted to crucify Jesus so bad that they gave up the murderer to crucify Jesus. This was all the plan of God. Jesus was letting people know that I'm going to take the place of murderers. I'm going to take the place of sin whatever represents sin in your life I'm gonna do a great exchange I'm gonna exchange my righteousness for your sin is that that just don't even sound right does it but that's what he done for us and that's what we should do for other people when it comes to other people the bible say um dealing with the woman that got caught in adultery. Jesus didn't condemn her. He said, he who have not sinned, let him cast the first stone. So he knew it was some that was amongst her that had done just what she has done. So he was not condemning her of that. I believe we condemn so many people based on how big the sin is. But we have to remember that we are forgiven of past, present, and future sins. And if we know that we are forgiven and we know what Jesus have done for us, then we won't continually go back into that sin I like what Daquan said last week he said repent and don't repeat repent and don't repeat repent means to have a change of mind that means when your mindset change there's a turnaround you making a u-turn you're not going back in that same direction no more so we want to make sure that we know who we are now that we're in Christ and if you know that you have been justified you don't have to explain yourself to nobody see the enemy will put people in your path to make you feel like you know you have not been forgiven this is something that you have to do for God to forgive you and that's why so many people are dressed in a certain way and we're going to get to that tonight on um, sanctification but first thing we have to know is that we're justified and we were made righteous. And we were made righteous not through something that we will ever do, but it was through the blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, we went over Acts 1339 and it says, And that through him, everyone who believes, who acknowledge Jesus as his savior and devotes himself to him is absolved, um, cleared and freed from every charge from which he committed or could not be justified and freed by the law of Moses and given right standing with God so it's all because of what Jesus done that we are justified and when we know that we are justified we should not be trying to do things to get justified remember when we um, do the law which is meaning that we're trying to do it ourselves we're not seeing ourselves for who we really are we are justified Now, let's talk about sanctification tonight. Sanctification. What is sanctification? It means to set apart from sin, to separate from the world, make pure, make holy, to be fit for the master's use. Let me say it again. To set apart from sin, to separate from the world, Make pure, make holy, to be fit for the master's use, so really sanctification is to be set apart from sin. If you want to use that short, short definition, it's fine to be set apart from sin in hebrews ten ten, this is what it says about sanctification by the which. Well, we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all? So we see that sanctification and being set apart comes through Jesus Christ as well. That means when Jesus sanctified us, once we accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, he made us holy through his blood, meaning that we don't have to do anything to be set apart. Jesus done that part for us, the inner part. But our job is to live a sanctified life, and living a sanctified life, is, it takes a while. It's, it's an everyday thing. You're not going to do it overnight because all of us in here have slip-ups. We have things that we do. But the more that we renew our mind, knowing who we are, who we belong to, and what Jesus have done on our behalf, we will live a holy life. But the first thing that we got to know is sanctification comes through Jesus Christ. He's the one that have made us holy. He's the one that has made us pure. He's the one that have cleansed us, and he cleansed us by his blood. We cannot do that on our own. You got people wearing um, things on their head, wearing long dresses, trying to represent holiness. You can wear all the things on your head you want. You can wear all the dresses you want to wear that's long. That does not make you holy. People are trying to show people what holy looks like by dressing or by wearing no makeup. I don't know about you, but I need a little makeup. That don't mean I ain't holy. See, my holiness come through Jesus Christ, not through my makeup. And that's where people mess up at. You know, they look at you and say, ain't no way you can be saved wearing makeup. Ain't no way you can be saved by, you know, putting on pants. A woman don't supposed to have on no pants. You know, they they use all of this stuff. They go by what they have set up to make you holy, to make you set apart. And that's not how God does it. When we look in the word of God, we see that Aaron and his sons had to be set apart, made fit for the work of God for the services of God in order for airing them to go in that tabernacle and be priests they had to be consecrated you know so once they were consecrated the clothes was washed all of this stuff was done then they can do the work of the Lord the only thing that we have to do is accept what Jesus done on our behalf it ain't about our attire, but God used this as an example for things yet to come and the only thing we have to do is accept that sacrifice that Jesus made on our behalf and that's what make us holy that's what put us in right standing with God that's what justifies this one man done something that nobody in this room could ever do So if you're trying to make people do something so people can see that they're holy, then you don't understand what has already been done through Jesus Christ. Because Hebrews 10.10 lets us know that sanctification came through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. Jesus paid that price once and for all for all of us to be set apart and to be made holy and fit for the father's use. If you go in the book of Exodus and I'll just give you these scriptures, Exodus 28, it talks about Aaron, um, his sons and all of them that was consecrated, you know, to be used by God. And you also um, see in Exodus 29, 21 is how they had to uh, sprinkle the altar with blood and anointing all, and upon the garments of his sons and the garments of. Uh, sons and upon the garments of his sons with him so it was saying everything that they had on had to be hollowed it had to be set apart it had to be made fit nobody could stand in front of god until they were being made fit for the master's use but through jesus christ we have been consecrated we have been set apart we have been made holy through that one man laying down his life which is Jesus Christ. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 6:11. 1 Corinthians 6:11 says, I'm reading out the expanded Bible. In the past some of you were like that, but you were washed clean. You were made holy, sanctified, and you were made right with God, justified, declared righteous in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in or by through the Spirit of God. So basically, what they were saying is how we used to be. But because of what Jesus Christ done on our behalf, we're not that way no more. We were washed clean. Have you ever seen a white garment, and that garment may have stains on it? But everybody knows about bleaching Clorox, right? Once you put that that white piece of cloth or whatever you have in that Clorox you'll see those things lift and that that um, garment begin to be white again and you you see that garment for who it really is but what done it for you was the Clorox it was nothing that you done. I'll say Jesus come in as that agent on our behalf and he washed away every sin and when he washed away those sins he made us perfect he made us complete he made us look like we have never sinned and y'all know some stuff that we done that we should not have done and some stuff we don't even want to talk about we don't even want it to be our testimony to help nobody we say whatever was Um, I did back then. I know I ain't doing it now. That stuff is buried. I don't even want to talk about it. But when the Holy Ghost bring it back to your remembrance telling you, you need to speak on this because there's somebody in the room that the enemy is making them feel, you know, you're not worth anything. Nobody can use you. You good for nothing. But when God has somebody to stand up and say, I used to be this way, I used to be that way. But once I learned that I have been washed clean by the blood of Jesus Christ, that's not me no more. I am a new creature in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So I'm walking in the newness of life. My past is past. It's gone. It's done with. My daddy, my father don't even see my past. He just see a perfect son. And a perfect daughter because of Jesus, not because of me. Let's look at another scripture. In Exodus 19, verse 6. Exodus 19, verse 6. And it says, and ye shall be unto me a kingdom of priests, a holy nation. These are the words which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. Why was God telling Moses to speak these words? He wanted to remind them who they were. And he said, you shall be a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. Holy means set apart. Why did God say this? Because they were going in and they were living amongst these nations. And actually they were taking territory. But when they come upon this territory, God gave them rules. He gave them regulations. He gave them a way of living. He gave them standards that they had to abide by. So when they were amongst these other nations they had to be different they were a peculiar people they were what a royal generation meaning that when they were there with those people they were saying you're not like us we supposed to be making a difference now that we are saved now that we are born again now that we're complete in christ when we go out amongst the world they supposed to see a difference in us this is the lifestyle of sanctification that's why it's a progress Just say I'm a work in progress. Lord have mercy all of us are. We're a work in progress. Some people feel like you know you change overnight. The only thing that has changed is your spirit. But it's up to us dealing with that soul, that mind, that will, and that emotion. And if we don't um, renew our mind to who we are now that we're in Christ, we're going to live just like the world is living, and we're going to think it's okay. But it's not okay. When you know who you are and that you have a new identity, when you come across people and you're in the midst of them, they should know right off the bat you're not from here because you you don't do like we do they're going to know that there's a difference in you I'll give you an example when I used to sneak out because um you know when I stayed with granddaddy and I knew how my daddy was we couldn't go out to them clubs so we would sneak out to those clubs and we didn't go out that much so when we went out they would ask me where are you from and I'm sitting up there saying what do you mean where I'm from I've been here all my life they say no you're lying you ain't been here all your life. Yes, I have been here all my life. So they thought I was lying because I wasn't loose. I wasn't hanging out. They didn't see me in them clubs doing all this stuff. So when you are different, people going to know you different because you are carrying yourself in a different way. Now, some people hang out at those clubs and act so sophisticated, like they, you know, got everything going on and all of this, but they show up every night acting so sophisticated. So everybody know who you are. You're trying to be sophisticated, but you're just one of us. But when you got a person that don't even fit in the club, you know what I'm saying? You don't even fit in to be a part of what they're doing. They know you're different. You know you don't need to be up in here. Just go and leave because this is not where you need to be. So that's how we should be in the world. Our lifestyle should reflect him so much. That holiness that we uh, has got, have gotten through Jesus Christ should be a lifestyle of living holy, a lifestyle of being set apart from what the world does. If you're still doing what the world is doing, how are you set apart? It just hurts my heart to see all you're hearing now is Facebook. You're hearing what's going on on Facebook. People taking snapshots. People doing all what the world is doing let me tell you something if you want to be seen that bad that tells me you want some attention from from the world come on so many people are doing so much that the world are doing but yet they'll put jesus christ in there a little bit just to say i'm saved that's not how it works. you want to live a life that reflects christ that you don't have things of the world contaminating you to have people don't want to hear your witness It's a lot of people that say they're saved, but people don't want to hear their witness because how can you be saved living the way you live it? Now, if that's what salvation is, I want a part of that because this is what I tell people. If you say you're born again, there should be a lifestyle change. That means that your lifestyle should change as well. You ain't going to do the same thing. You ain't going to act the same way. You're going to be totally different from who you were before. That's how people are going to know that you change. You're not going to be hateful like you used to be before. All your characteristics is going to be like your father, which is in heaven. And they're going to know a change have come. So when someone began to put you down, other people are going to say, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. I know they change. That's not the same person. That person is living a separate life from the life that they lived before and they're still you know in the world but they're not of the world and our lives supposed to reflect who we are I'm I'm telling you y'all I'm so grieved because when I was meditating on this teaching I see so many people that's confessing being saved but their lifestyle is not adding up to what their confession is they say, and they know Jesus, but they doing exactly what the world is doing. But they're saying, Lord, Lord, my Bible tells me everybody that say, Lord, Lord, don't know him. Cause when you say Lord, Lord, and you know him, nobody don't have to tell you to let go of this. Nobody have to tell you to let go of that because you know who you are now that you are in Christ. I'll give you an example in a marriage. When you come together as one, when it's, um, husband and wife. That means it's husband and wife, but you're one flesh. That mean ain't no more this boyfriend, girlfriend mess. Because once you come together as one in a marriage, whatever belonged to that man, belonged to that woman. Whatever belonged to that woman, belonged to that man. If you come in a marriage and you still saying, This is mine, you ain't getting none of it, then you don't understand what marriage is. Marriage is a covenant. It's where two become one. That means this is no longer mine. I should love my husband enough to reverence him, enough to know that he loves me and he's going to take care of me. So I'm not going to be putting him down with everybody else. You know, I'll say this. I can be mad at him, but when you start talking about him, I'm mad at you. See, there's a difference. Now, I can fuss him out. You know how, and the Lord's reminding me this, you know how you can be just as mad at him and fussing them out, but then in them churning come in there and say, well, daddy, wait a minute, that's your daddy. Now, you hold up right there. That's your daddy. Well, why you say, don't, don't matter what I say. That's still your daddy. <laughs> but we have to make sure that we're lining up. Without confession. Our lives have to line up to that confession. And this is why, when you become one and I'm representing that man, that means that I don't sleep around because I made my final decision that he is the one, the only one, and all of that adultery is cut off. Uh oh, let me go back and say it again. When you make up your mind and you become one, that means everything that you mess with from Timbuktu. Ain't got no right messing with you no more or you messing with it. Why? Because you have become one. You have laid aside all of that stuff because you say this is the one. I don't need nobody else. This is why I say it takes counseling in a marriage. Thank you, Holy Ghost, because he reminded me of this. Pornography (laughs) is another thing some men are still looking at and they're saying it's okay. No, when you marry that woman, you put away that filth. Why? Because this woman is the one... All of that other stuff, you can lay it down. And if you are saved, he has given you the Holy Spirit to lay it down. He is your helper. That's why you cry out to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, I can't do this by myself. I recognize what Jesus have done. He has justified me. He has made me righteous. He has sanctified me. But right now, I don't feel justified, sanctified, or righteous. So I need your help. How am I going to get that help? The Bible says in John 17, in Jesus' prayer, he says, sanctify them to truth. Is that what he says? Sanctify them in truth. Thy word is truth. So the only way that you can be set apart, the way that you need to be set apart, is by going into the word of God, the word of life. Oh, Holy Spirit, you keep nudging me. You keep nudging me. I got to go right back here, y'all, again. When you say you are safe, your life got to line up to what you're saying. I don't care how much word you know. If you know that much word, you should be living what you're saying, and it's not a hard task. So many people say they know the Bible, but they're still committing adultery. They're still fornicating. They're still lying. They're still doing stuff that don't add up to who you say you are. The only thing that's going to help you change which Jesus already Done that for us. It's the renewing of your mind. Renew means to make new. So that means every day. It's a process. You got to keep renewing, 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 renewing until you begin to live what you've been doing. Some people just get saved and they keep talking about I'm saved. And you need to do this, girl. A oh, man, you need to do that. But you ain't doing what you're supposed to do. So sanctification is being set apart. I am set apart for a purpose. I'm set apart for the master's use. So if I'm set apart for his purpose, guess what? My God is holy. There's no sin in him. He is so holy. So if I'm set apart for him to use me, I'm set apart because of what Jesus done. But in order for me to live a holy life, I have to know what he's done for me. When I know what he's done for me, you know what? I'm going to do what the word of God tells me to do so I can live that righteous life that I already have that came through Christ Jesus. Just like a parent. You know, all of us, I believe, with parents, we want to please our parents, right? We don't want them to look down on us. We want them to look at us as Miss Goody Goody and Mr. Goody Goody, no matter what people say. That ain't my child. My child would never do that. My child don't even curse. My child don't even drink. My child don't even, my child ain't on no drugs. That's what we do. We take off our children, right? No, and we get mad. Y'all know when somebody tell you something about your child, you blow up like a blowfish. That ain't my child you talking about. But then when you ask the Holy Spirit, show me yet what I don't see. The Holy Spirit to show you what's going on. This is how it is with the father. Guess what? He said, no, 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 no. She didn't do that. Ain't no way she could have done it. Why? Because my son paid the price for it. He don't see it. Something's wrong with that, ain't it? Teresa hell? he don't see you, baby. So when somebody's accusing you before him, he said, ah, that ain't, huh? My son paid the price for that. She's righteous. That's what happened to Job. He was so righteous in the father's eyes. But what messed Job up was, you know what messed him up? His fear. He had so much fear in him. He was trying to work it out himself. And that's how the enemy come in to get Enro into his life. So when we're trying to work out something God has already done for us and already fixed for us, we're just walking the way the enemy want us to walk. We need to accept what he's already done. I was reading something on this guy he had fell Um, it was a cliff and he had fell but he grabbed hold to something it was a branch or something sticking out um, from that cliff so he was holding on to it and he saw where it was gonna break so he began to cry out help 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 and nobody said anything so he kept crying out help 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 and finally he heard a voice and he was saying, help me, help me. He said, I'm here to help you. And as he told him, he was there to help him. He said, but there's one thing you got to do. He said, I need for you to let go. And he said, help, help, help. What am I saying? This is what the father is saying tonight. I have already helped you. I have already sanctified you. I have already set you apart. But it's things that you're holding on to that you don't want to let go of. That's why you're still hollering help. Have you thought about it? He's already done it. But we're still trying to hold on and hollering help when he said, I am your present help in the time of trouble. So he's saying it's time to let go of whatever you're holding on to, whatever sin that easily besets you. He said you got to let go of that stuff. Why is it that people are still holding on to sin when Jesus done away with it? It's because it's something that you want to do. It's something that you enjoy. You know what? Sin only lasts for what? (laughs) Your sin will find you out. See, the enemy knows that. And this is why we have to know the truth. And in knowing the truth, the truth is what sets us free. Some people don't want to hear truth. You know why? Because they want to follow flesh. They don't want to be led by the spirit. They want to be led by the flesh because they like James Brown. I got that feeling and I want to keep that feeling. So I don't want to come in there and hear what you got to say because if I'm hearing what you got to say, then I'm going to be accountable to what you're saying and see the Holy Spirit going to draw you. He's going to let you know because he's going to put the fire behind that truth behind the word. So it's time for us to take the word for what it is and look at first Peter 2 9 and 10 it's saying the same thing but you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation a peculiar people and I like this verse that you should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light which in time past were not a people but are now the people of God which had not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy look at who we are Chosen generation, royal priesthood, peculiar people. And if we are all this, we should show forth the praises of him who have called us out of darkness. So our lives should reflect who we are, who we are in him. So our lifestyle should change. You know, I look at people. I'm going right back here again. The Holy Spirit is doing the work, y'all. I tell you, I'm going right back here again. People don't want to live that holy life because they haven't really given up that old life people are not really living a holy life because they don't want to give up their old life because they want to be like their friends they feel like I can find happiness in this that or the other but I have learned in life y'all I'd rather be set apart I'd rather be talked about and ridiculed than to give up who I believe in some people rather set him aside instead of setting other people aside because you're still trying to hang with them you're still trying to do what they do but we have to understand that when those disciples were following Jesus he said you got to deny yourself that means your desires your pleasures everything that brings you what you think you should have that's what I want you to give up he said until you give that up don't even take up no cross Until you're willing to lose yourself, that's what it means, lose yourself. Think about somebody that just party all the time. All they do is go out and party, 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 party. Then they get saved. Don't you know that that habit and the things that they were used to doing, the enemy going to keep beating them up with that very same thing? So what do they have to do? They have to go in that word and be sanctified in truth. Thy word is truth. That means, Lord, I need to be set apart. I'm going through. I need to be set apart through this word. And the more you get into this word, you ain't worrying about what they did last night. You ain't worrying about who came to see who come to see you or nothing like that. If you're not satisfied now that you're saved, it's because you holding on to that branch That sin that you're not willing to let go of. Because guess what? The peace that God give you, the peace that he leave unto you is not like the world's peace. It's a peace that will pass all understanding. That will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. So it's time for us to let go of those things. And then in, um, I like this scripture right here. Um, In... 1 Corinthians verse one and two to the church, the assembly of God, which is in Corinth to those consecrated and purified and made holy in Christ Jesus who are selected and called to be saints, God's people together with all those who in any place call upon and give honor to the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, both their Lord and ours. That means this is the church that Paul was talking to, the set apart ones, the ones that was sanctified, the ones that was made fit for the master's use. He was calling those people out, the saints, and this is why our lives have to reflect who we are. Our lives have to reflect being justified being made righteous being sanctified being set apart we have to represent who christ have made us become in him last scripture look at this one second corinthians 6 17 expanded bible therefore leave those people come out from their midst and be separate says the lord touching nothing that is unclean polluted defiled and i will accept receive and welcome you so god is saying you got to separate yourself from the people these idols anything that will separate you from god that will make you look like they're looking you got to separate yourself from it and this is why you cannot be married unequally yoked a sa- a saved person cannot marry an unbeliever because that means you are unequally yoked this is why you have to wait on your mate and some people say well you know God wants everybody to have somebody but he don't want no sinner and no saved person together that's his word and if you are in the word you quit making excuses well I believe I can save them well if they ain't saved before you marry them what make you think you're going to save them when you get married no 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 you just want to get under the sheets People find an excuse just to get under the sheets. Some of them don't need an excuse. Say people get under the sheets and say it's okay. Well, that's my wife anyway. That's the truth. Because whoever you sleep with, the first one you slept with is the one you married, the one you got soul ties with, and you wonder why you about crazy at night. Who you sleep with? Whatever's going on with them is going to be going on with you. This is serious business. So we have to be separate, y'all. We have to stand out we have to be the ones that let people know who we belong to light and darkness does not mix you can't tell me you have accepted Jesus and you still doing stuff that the world is doing when you turn your heart totally and completely to him nobody don't have to tell you to stop nothing nobody have to tell you don't go here don't go there because you got a witness you got an inner witness you got the Holy Ghost to let you know no you don't need to be a part of that come on he speaks he lets you know no you don't need to go over there because they're not going to receive you anyway so we need to quit making these excuses I did say um, that was the last but Romans 12 1 and 2 y'all know this one said I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your body a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service so our body have to be a what living sacrifice it has to be set apart it has to be holy this is our reasonable service this is our act of worship and when we do these things we're letting people know i am the temple of the holy ghost i don't do the things that i used to do i don't go to the places that i used to go and you don't even have to tell them they're gonna know that you don't because you ain't hanging with them no more be ye separate this is what what get me Whatever title you may have given yourself in the fivefold or disciple or whatever it may be, you ain't going to hang with the same crowd of people that don't want what you got. If you hanging with them, you supposed to make a difference in their lives and present who you are unto them and show them the kingdom that will manifest through you. Now, if you cutting the fool like they cutting the fool, they're going to think you just like they are. If you don't bring correction in what they're doing, they're going to think you just like they are. We need to quit making excuses. We want to be called apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists, but our lives are not reflecting him. Everything about us should reflect him. He wants spirit, soul, and body to be sanctified, to be found blameless, to be set apart, to be made fit for his use. And that's how it's supposed to be. So don't get mad at people because they're not doing what you do. Don't get mad at people because they're not on Facebook like you on Facebook. Commenting all the time. How are we helping people, y'all? If we're going to be different, then we need to present him and present him well without throwing off on people but speaking truth in love. Amen? So I'm going to leave you with this. I want to do a skit, and I'm going to ask those to come up here for the skit that I had asked. Now, I need you because I need to explain something to you for the next skit, but I need the first skit to come up here, please. And I'm going to need you, Tyson and Daquan. Um, While they're getting ready, y'all come over here. I want to get you to do something after that.
1: Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory. Thank you, Lord. Mm, I love you, Lord. You're worthy of all the praise. You're worthy of all the glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You said that your loving kindness is better than life. Mmm. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you for being so good to me, Jesus. Oh, I just love you so much, Jesus. Thank you for everything. You're a good guy. And I just want to please you, Lord. I just want to do your will, Jesus. Hallelujah. Wonderful Savior. Mm, You are wonderful Savior. Mm, I'd be lost without you, Jesus.
2: Hallelujah. Hey, Gloria. Gloria. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, what's up? This is sis, it's my yeah, birthday. Hey, it's my birthday. We got a yeah. party going on. Niecy going to give me a party. And I know you, I ain't seen you in a long time. You're looking good and everything. Look here. You want to come to the party with us? You got the earrings on and everything. You want to come? Yeah, come on. Hold on a minute. Let me go get Niecy. I'm not going yeah, to throw me a party. hey Come on, girl. Let's get it started. Crack it up. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. All right. Hey, hey, hey. It's hey. my hey. birthday. It's Yeah, you, get that liquor. Get that liquor. Yay. Hey. Hey. That's my song. Back in the day. Go ahead, girl. Just get it. Pull that liquor. liquor. Pull that G, girl. Pull that G. That G. you know he keeps a little stash now you know he do it's good girl it's good Mm. Mm. t how was your birthday all right girl okay go ahead girl go ahead go ahead
1: no No, that ain't her i'm drunk all
2: mine i'm Mm. feeling good Mm. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. i gotta put that down i had enough we parted like it was 2016 all right. Not 16, but 1999. 1999, girl. You remember that, don't I you? remember that. I remember that, too. Ooh, Lord. how many? you done gone on no Yes, yes, yes. remember that. Mm. What about you? How you feeling? You ain't never feel like that, have you. Ain't never been high like that, is girl? Mm. That's that new drill right there. Yes. Mm. That's that new stuff. That's that sesame sis. That's that embalming fluid. That's Don't that you. girl. Whatever's in it it is that sesame seeds. Now. Where you get it from, Vanessa or Bobby Dunn I got it from Bobby Dunn <laughs> <laughs> He mixed that stuff I up. You touch that man yes. so much. Yes, it. Yes. Woo, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have Make scared people want to jump on up. I know how they be feeling. Woo, put it, down. put it down. That's it, it. Down. it. That's it. Thing I, got, about, yeah. I got to hold on to something right now. now. That's what's up. Oh. Three nine, now it's 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm. Ain't you got to go to church tomorrow? Mm.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm. Don't you want to go with me? <laughs> go
1: away with you. <laughs> what what you laughing at? Don't you want to go with me? Go away. With me to church. For
2: what? You saw me coming out of the church. Don't Girl, you wanna... if I'm going, you going to hell in the pinto, she going in <laughs> Cadillac. <laughs> To get saved for real, and I'm gonna quit all this monkey stuff when I get saved. Cause you ain't supposed to be doing all this monkey stuff while we're doing. And you say you invite us to church. Yeah. Your preacher know you here doing what you're doing with us.
1: We do that kind of stuff and your yeah. church. Yeah. And you say? Mm-hmm.
2: Now look at my grandma say. My grandma say, "Ah, oh, you supposed to do that." I'm a Christian. My grandma say, "There's a change that's supposed to take place when you get saved." She's one of them worldly Christians. <laughs> <That was> she- <laughs> Cause we in the world. No, I know, it,
1: isn't? No, I'm um, saved. And this is how I live, and this is all I know. But well, what so Jesus is you
2: saying? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. What Jesus? The so when the rose on the third
2: day? No, no, right? uh-uh. 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 no, uh-uh. me a little bit about something like that. I, just nah, uh, I done him. lost my, my boat, I little little the with you. I done lost my high. You need to get up on yeah. You what? That's that what she is. A hip what she is I know we are gonna get saved for real one That's day. That's right. And we ain't gonna be doing all this. That's right. Stuff. You, you can't doing right. be doing this I and is And, this and is you talking and is. about you go to church? Go to church? You sing yes. in the choir? Yes, I sing in the choir. Girl, you a joke? <laughs> she's she, your she joke? She, she, no, nah, she's a hip old <laughs> <laughs> no. You ain't saved? Saved people don't do that? I am saved too. Who saved you? <laughs> <laughs> when? <laughs> You ain't set no. Si- Bobby Doug. <laughs> Bobby Doug said he's gonna bury a juice. <laughs> Girl, you going to HE? mm mm Just like her. I ain't gonna. <laughs> it's going. Oh, you is going. You think I ain't gonna? I, I ain't going I'm gonna get saved before I leave here for real. I ain't gonna be like you. You ain't right. You I ain't gonna gon- go with me now. Go away. There is
1: people in the church that I go to. They drink, they smoke. And we get out there, and we sing, and we usher, and we do the deacons. Y'all we got do some good. of that stuff. You do Y'all got de- some de- of that sesame. You got de- some de- of that de- sesame.
2: De- that sesame with we you. We do all kinds of stuff. You yeah. got some good-looking brothers in the church. No doubt. They, they got one of them. They're straight brothers, though, right? You got one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you got one. Of, I thought you was married. You got the <laughs> Girl, you, you hold that <laughs> <laughs> man. Oh, I know. And you want me to go up in there? I ain't going, because I don't play with God like that. I might be a drunk, a hoe, but I know I ain't playing with God, honey. I, um... You're what? You what? Don't leave out this, this, the, the drinking. I said that. What you point? at me before you do the same thing. You know, the the sass, sass, sass girl, you know, don't leave out the sass. You're going to make me hurt you. I'm, tell, I'm talking about a, a, What? You go to church. Where you go to church at? Don't you say? I, don't you dare say that! I know the devil is a lie. Oh, I know people that. go up in there and get delivered. That's the come I don't go up in there, cause I don't you intend don't to get delivered.
1: I was ready to say. I and that pastor
2: tried. tell all your business. When she go up there, she just reads you. So why and, I can't and, and, and go you up? In leave there. Out of de- we got order, to be straight. And that's and why I don't up in go in up now. in there, cause I don't intend to be delivered right I now. I the
1: church in Warsaw, and they, they don't do they don't. too far for me to drive. I ain't going to Every one scripture, and they start hollering and screaming. And that's why I leave out and I do what I do because
2: the same way you went in, you come right. out. You don't know how to do right. Well, we sure it. ain't doing right. So what you <laughs> doing? <up? laughs>
3: What's up, man? You doing all right? Can't complain, How, you How you living? How you living? How you living? Living color, baby. Uh, Are you back home? Yeah, no, no, no. Alright, okay, okay, okay. You know I, mean. I, I know what you do. What's up, though? Yeah, you know what I mean. Living good, money, good? Money, real good. money real good, money real good. What you doing for the weekend? Uh, who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. No church that day. You know, church is good. Church is real good, man. You know, uh. Shoot, man. I ain't still delivered. Pastor, lay hands on me, man. Did I you? think she's delivered fornication. I think I am. I think I feel good. You still go to uh, uh, a church? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? Boy, she fine. Boy, I ain't going to lie. She lay hands on me, too.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> now that you mention it. Now that yeah. you mention it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she can lay hands on me, Ah, right, chill. That's my, that's my pastor now. That's my pastor. Chill, 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 chill. Is it? Yeah. yeah. All, all right, cool. All yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah. Anyway, well, listen, brother, uh, while we in this food court, um, I know you go to church, but Uh-huh. Amen to that over there. What's one? What's one? The one right there with the, with the curly hair. Also oh, oh, the red bone, red bone. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah she fine. Yeah, She's fine. you know, yeah, you know my hey, you know tie, That's kid right there. Hey. Simpson fancy thing. Hey, hey. Hey. That's Simpson fancy thing right there. You know how we do? You know how we do? She look like she got good looking kids. That, that's just my guess. Long hair, long hair. That's cat? my guess. That's long hair. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna I, I go over and ask if she wanna come back to the hotel. I got a room. I got a room for. Get her hotel. friend too. I want her friend. Her friend, yeah. Oh, in the back. In the friend, yeah. With the braids. Braids, yeah. Come on, man. You know my, you know my style. Come on, man. I'll be right back. Right. Don't tell I go to church now. What's she, uh, she said she got a man she got a man what about a friend though i ain't even asked bro that was enough for me right there that was that was enough for me right there that's but, enough that's enough but anyway this joint text me i got three friends coming back to the to the hotel you trying to call? i don't know man i don't know why what's the problem We'll do it one more time. One more time. One more time. One more time. time. Look, look. Everybody sin. Figure already Forget me. Because I already thought about it anyways, right? Past, present, and the future, right? Right. True. True. The future tonight, right? So I might as well forgive me. I already you, did it. You might as well. I already did it. in My mind, right? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If you gonna sin, sin right. You know what I'm saying? You got some jimmies on you? <laughs> do it. <what? laughs> I'm safe. I ain't to catch nothing. <laughs> that's that's right. Be, you safe? Be safe. That's what I say. Let's be safe. Dude. Let's go. All right. Cool. Let's go. Ahead. Let's go.
0: <laughs> I believe everybody get it is this not what's happening everybody making an excuse for what they want to do and they still saying they love Jesus is that the right witness that's not the right witness if we're going to serve him we want to serve him well amen praise Jesus we give God glory hallelujah You know, I'm looking at uh, Athea, Gloria, and sister Denise. Y'all sure it wasn't nothing in them cups. (laughs) We give God glory. Thank y'all so much. Is there any announcements? No announcements. Okay. Teresa.